0: Welcome to another episode of B.S. with Brett. Today, I have a special guest, my buddy Steven Limo, one of my best buds from college. He's very, uh, very knowledgeable and a trusted source of knowledge for me. Definitely have full trust with everything he says. Big Boston guy, big Pats fan. Big fan of my guy, Leems. Leem, say what's up. Let's get rolling. So today we're gonna talk about quarterbacks. We're gonna give kind of our top 10 QB list first. We're going to go through the list, and then we're going to dive in and kind of pick and choose, you know, the guys that we go in on and talk more about. So without further ado, Leams, let's go through... You
1: want to go through some honorable mentions?
0: Yeah, so we're going to start from 10 and kind of do like a honorable mention type deal. So I know for me... I had a tough time coming up with number ten. Yeah, I kind of had four or five names. That I was shuffling through and you know looking at different numbers, and the list I tweeted out. If you don't follow, give uh, give the Twitter handle a follow at BS with one. I tweeted out the list the other day. I had Jimmy G at ten, but I had it was kind of tough going through it. I think I had Matt Ryan. Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G. I think that that was my four guys that I was kind of rolling through. And I was struggling who I was going to roll with at 10. I I gave it to Jimmy G because, you know, he made it to a Super Bowl this past season. And, you know, definitely looked really good. He's definitely in a good situation in San Francisco. But it'll be interesting to see. He lost to Manuel Sanders. And Debo went down. So, I would almost, given the situations they're in, I, I might give the nod to Matt Ryan at 10. But I, I really like Matt Stafford, too, man. I just think he's been in a tough situation. Like, he had Calvin Johnson early, mm-hmm. but very briefly, like maybe for a season or two. Mm-hmm. And now he has Kenny Galladay, who, who might be a legit, you know, top notch weapon, top notch wide out, but. You know, Matt Stafford hasn't had all too much to work with, and, you know, that dude has a rifle. So, you know, he's turned in plenty of 4,000-yard seasons and, you know, 30 touchdown seasons, and, you know, he'll throw some picks, but he's probably, you know, he's been down in a lot of games to where he's just slinging it, and, you know, he he hasn't been in the best situation in, De- or, um, in Detroit. Like, think about if you had Stafford, on the Niners, you think he could probably put up similar to what Jimmy G did with San Fran?
1: I think, yeah. He'd probably be a little bit more explosive, a little bit better, a little bit more uh, swing and miss.
0: So are there any more guys you would have as honorable mention? So we had Matt Ryan, Stafford, Jimmy G, Kirk Cousins.
1: So the one guy that I could see – that I'm very interested in watching this year. Not sure what to make of him. He's really fun, really exciting. Kyler Murray.
0: Oh, yeah. He's
1: not in my top ten right now. Yeah. Just missed. He's a guy that I wouldn't be surprised if he stays out of the top ten, if yeah. he's a little slump, or if he jumps into, like, the top seven.
0: That's definitely one to watch, because especially the addition of Nuke, you know, mm-hmm. as... Because we've seen what DeAndre Hopkins has been able to do with Deshaun Watson. And how you know, he was and kind of got, a... you got
1: Christian Kirk, Fitz, and Nuke. Uh, and, Nuke.
0: and then Kenyon Drake looked pretty good for them. Drake's
1: solid. The, that's the one question I have, too. Running game, O-line, I don't know what to make of that.
0: Yeah. But definitely those three receivers are going to be interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be fun. They'll be a really fun watch. He'll be a really good fantasy quarterback. I just don't know... Yeah, what to make of him yet? Because he's only had one year in right. the system with Cliff Kingsbury, so we'll see.
0: Numbers wise, and like we said, this is a 2020 list. You know, it's a combination of, you know, I got a lot of respect for guys that still deserve the recognition, but they might not be, you know, a top three quarterback anymore. But it, this is really, it truly is a 2020 list. You know, it's not a 2019 list. It's how these guys look. Heading into 2020 and the surrounding weapons and rosters, you know, that they got to work with. So I I like Kyler Murray. I think that's a good one to watch because he could throw up silly numbers, you know, I I feel like.
1: Yeah. So my honorable mentions, the ones that we haven't touched on that we should. Dak. Yeah. Dak's the next group that put up a lot of numbers last year. Not a lot of substance based on the win loss and against the the better competition. Not sure what to make
0: of that, made a lot of changes, added C D. They'll be interesting. Yeah, I think Dak Dak's got the contract situation thing going on. A lot of people are talking about it. and then there has been a lot of a lot of love for Dak this offseason that I just think when you look at like fantasy numbers and when you look at his numbers, they looked great last year. Like he had good numbers. You know, his receivers he had two thousand yard receivers and Randall Cobb at eight hundred yards. I just think a lot of Dax' production came in like non competitive parts of the game where they were losing. You know, like Green Bay, they're losing thirty-one to three. Uh, New Orleans and Philly, they didn't even score a touchdown. Chicago and Buffalo, they're down big in those games as well. And I just remember. Him being down multiple scores, you know, throwing some touchdowns to kind of make the score look respectable, but they weren't actually in the game, you know, having a legit chance to win. So what I would want to see from Dak is just against a better competition, the games be more competitive, and him not just patting it on mm-hmm. when they're already down by a bunch. That's
1: what I'm saying. I think he's uh, he's got the numbers to definitely justify being somewhere in the top ten, maybe top seven.
0: That's why I just question when some people say that he's really like when people think that he's legit legit. I, I just wonder if people actually like kind of remember watching the games last year because I thought it was clear that and we'll get in more into it. We're gonna do an episode. So we're gonna do an episode right here where we're talking about quarterbacks, and then we're also gonna do two separate episodes to cover the AFC and the NFC conferences. So I'm excited to have Leems on do a few episodes with him. It's going to be a good time. So.
1: so the other honorable mention that I have, because he's flirted and he's been on top 10 lists in his career, and I have no idea what to expect out of him. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh. What's his deal? Come back from injury. That's a good too. one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they've had good offenses in the past, great offenses in the past. He's put up good numbers.
0: It's going to be interesting. You would have loved to have seen If he could have stayed healthy last year because I think it's obvious that, you know, he doesn't have A.B. anymore. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have – because the Steelers at one point had A.B., Emmanuel Sanders, Heinz Ward. I feel like – He's had weapons. I I feel like Ben has always had good weapons to throw the ball to. This is also
1: the first year in a while I remember with the Steelers. Like the ex- we'll talk about it with the AFC, but the yep, expectation yep. the Steelers have is a lot lower than yes. across the board than they usually have. I wouldn't be yeah. too surprised to see them sneak up on people this year.
0: Their defense is going to be fantastic. I think their defense instills fear in people.
1: It's good defense, really good defense. Yeah. That's what they've usually been known for, good defense. So that's, that's one guy to watch, too. So let's, so, jump, but, in, let's jump into... We'll hit one and two because the one and two on our quarterback list is the same, and it's Mahomes, Mahomes and, and Russ. Russ. Yeah, there's not not a whole lot to really.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of the consensus. You know, there's when a, people those have, are
1: two that are always in the top
0: three. Yes, yeah, that's that's everybody's putting most, out is their top two, and I mean you you gotta love have those been, guys. In the
1: top three, the top three at minimum,
0: yeah. I know, you know, we both love Mahomes and the talent. It's it's unreal to watch a dude that can move that well, have that type of arm. He. There's that highlight against the Colts where and I mean obviously the Super Bowl throw to Tyreek where they literally just said we've sucked today but we got Pat and we got Tyreek and we can drop back 10 steps and he can throw it to a spot 50 yards down the field that Tyreek's going to beat you to. Yep. So the Chiefs just have that firepower and Mahomes just has that that ability that just isn't really matched in the league right now, you know. He he has firepower like no other. So We love Russ. Russ has shown the leadership and just been able to do it with not that much around him and not much O-line around him. You know, Russ is just the definition of franchise quarterback and just like the man for the franchise. So I think that's the consensus, one, two. Do you want to go... 3 to 10, or do you want to backtrack from 10 to 3? We
1: can go either way. Let's go 3 to 10.
0: Let's go 3? have, three. have a 3. So at 3, man, it's a little early to get into what I'm about to say. We'll, well,
1: let's just go, let's, we'll run through it, and then we'll talk
0: about it a little bit. Okay. So let's run through it. Okay, so 3, I got the Bronco. Mm. I got the Bronco. I got Carson at 3. Like I said, it's a 2020 list. So we got Wentz. I got Lamar at 4. Brady at 5. Deshaun Watson at six, Drew Brees at seven, Aaron Rodgers at eight, Josh Allen, that'll be a guy we talk about because I know Mm -hmm. Lemo loves him some Bills and uh, some Josh Allen talk. So we'll get into that. And then at 10, like we kind of talked about, like I said, it was tough. I gave Jimmy G the nod for 2020 over – but I I almost want to go back on that because with the Debo injury – along with Emmanuel Sanders departing for New Orleans, I think Matt Ryan's going to have a better year statistically. But I think the Niners still will go farther in the playoffs. But I, I think um, I think I can give the nod to Matt Ryan. But it's tough. Like I said, there's a group of four or five that I could easily make a case to put them at ten. Yep. So three,
1: I've got Drew Brees, four, Lamar, five, Brady, six, Watson, Seven, Wentz. Eight, Rodgers. Nine, Matt Ryan. Ten, Stafford.
0: So, I really like your list. Um, Like I said, I I love having Wentz. If anyone has him in their top ten, I'm all good with that. It's when people try and say, like, there was a debate with WIP the other day. Is Wentz closer to three, or is he closer to... 13 and I would say so you kind of have him right in the middle at seven yeah. which I like I like that a lot and I think that's fair because a lot of me putting him at three is just you know I think he's gonna have a huge year and I, I can totally see him being a top three quarterback in this league but so for me you know a lot of uh, he gets compared to Dak more than anybody I I think it's more Dak closer to 13 mm-hmm. Carson closer to three As far as that debate, but yeah, for me putting Carson at three, I just think when we've seen him stay healthy, we've seen the weapons stay healthy, you know, relatively healthy for a full season. We've seen MVP like play out of him. And ever since that, 2018, he played 12 games and, you know, he's playing through a back injury, probably came back from the knee too early, you know, competitive dude wants to get back on the field. Just watched his backup win a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So I like that he wanted to come back and get on the field. And, you know, probably took some licks, hurt his back a little bit, had to come out. So he only gets 12 games in 2018. Last year he plays a full year until he gets knocked out of the playoff game. But his top three wideouts are down fully by week. He played plenty of weeks without all three. By about week 10 – Week eleven, he it was just practice squad guys and his tight ends and backs and O line. So I just think if he can get the receivers to stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, I, I think he can be a top three quarterback in this league. And you know, I know uh I put the over under at thirty five touchdowns for Carson, obviously. If they all go down, if he goes down, that can change. But I love the addition of Jalen Rager. And Deshaun Jackson's almost an addition as well. He only played one game last year. So I I just can see – because you you heard Orlovsky talk about – and you know Orlovsky loves him some Carson. He does. He talked about as far as impressive seasons last year, he would rank Carson – as number two or number three, r- in regards to what he had to work with, as you know, a top three impressive. Like who impressed Dan the most with what they did last year? And I can totally see the argument for that. You know, he threw twenty-seven touchdowns. Yep. And you know, no receivers over five hundred yards. You saw what Deshaun did week one. You, you would just love. You don't know what would have happened, but you would have loved to have been given the chance to see what him and DJx could have done if he would have stayed healthy the rest of the season. So you just hope that the offense can stay relatively healthy so we can get the best Carson. That, that's basically where I'm at.
1: I, I think that I, I, I'm buying into a lot of what you're saying. If I wasn't, he would be in my probably 9 or 10 range. But I'm definitely buying into what you're saying, and that's bumped him up a little bit for me. I think that there's a lot of, there's still quite a few questions with the health, him and the receivers. That the potential is there for him to jump up and definitely be flirting top five for me. I don't think that he'll be able to jump into the top three, but I can see him move up a few spots this year. Um, but that's why I feel pretty, pretty safe with him at seven. That if they stay pretty healthy. He'll, he'll probably bounce back in a lot of people's minds and, and, and be in that seven range, maybe a little higher. That's why I have him right, right about there. I think you're, you're spot on. He's got more weapons. If they're healthy, if he's healthy, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be much better offensively, much more consistent and explosive. So I can see, where, I can see the hype. Three's definitely too high for me, but I can see where you're coming from with it.
0: And I just think too. You know, the dude has been – I'd say he's been through it. He's been battle-tested. Like,
1: well, he's, he's – he, in 2017, before he got hurt in 13 games, he was without question top five, borderline top three quarterback. So he's shown that he has – he can get there. Now, will he again get to yeah. that level? I'm not sure. I'm not too positive on that.
0: But I, I just think so the adversity like, – he's been through some adversity yeah. with these injuries, with the receivers being injured – I think, you know, he. it hasn't been smooth sailing for him in his four-year career up to this point. So I think having gone through that and if we can just – like what scares me the most, man, is every time he gets hit this year, I'm going to be holding my breath and yeah. it's going to be tough because I worry about – if he were to get another major injury, I, I couldn't blame the dude for whatever decision he makes, yep. be, because of how much he's been through up to this point. So, I just I, you hate the just the injuries we've you know we've talked about playing times. It's the worst part of football that it happens, and we just hope. You know, we can get Carson to stay healthy. We can get these receivers to stay healthy. It's just so we can we can see, you know, I just want to get the most out of it and, yep. and see where we're at. Let's so, go. all right, so number three, you had Breeze. Yep. Obviously, Drew Breeze is the man. He's put up absolute nut He's gonna numbers. He's
1: going to put up numbers. He's been there, done that to, to a certain degree. Hall of Fame quarterback. He's got great weapons, good old line.
0: He's, he's, got yep. he's got it all. Yeah, he's got it all. He's a smart quarterback. He yep. can still do it. He might not have it's not like he ever had a bomb type of arm, but you know he um he's forty, so you can't really help where his arm strength's at, but he still is gonna throw those, you know, ten yard curl routes to Michael Thomas and get the job done.
1: He's yeah, he's his floor on this list is pretty low, and I think his ceiling is about where I have him as number three. That's about as high as I would realistically see him put on any list. And, uh, yeah, I think he's pretty going to be consistent. Of all the guys on this list, he's one of the in the top five as far as consistently doing it. Yeah. Not a lot of questions.
0: Oh, yeah. And you saw him. He threw 27 touchdowns last year in 11 games. Yeah. You know, he was he got hurt and Bridgewater come in for four or five games. No. And in Brees still, he came back and he was just fine. So, I I can totally like I could totally put Breeze at three and move Wentz back. You could easily make a case that Brady Rodgers and Breeze are three four five or two three four behind Mahomes, and then everybody else just because of how proven and it's it's truly remarkable. Those dudes are unreal what they've accomplished in their careers. I just think it comes to a point where. Breeze is 40, Brady's 42, 43 and Rodgers is 36. Yep. So they're getting older. And you got guys like Wentz who's 27, you know, 28 about, you know, really entering his prime. And I think you're going to see some of those younger guys really solidify themselves this year to where you you still have Breeze, Brady, Rodgers who are doing their thing, but uh, you know, unfortunately for us who we've grown up watching, those guys are going to be on their way out within the next few years. Yes. So they're still amazing, but th- that definitely has to be accounted for. So Absolutely. then, so we got Breeze at three. We went through your list, right? Yeah. Breeze at
1: three, Lamar at four,
0: Brady five. We, we both have Lamar at four. So we're going to really get into the Ravens when we talk about AFC, but. Generally, for Lamar, he's a top-five playmaker. and just,
1: Probably, as far as a playmaker at any position on offense, he's a top three-to-five player in football offensively.
0: But as far as quarterbacking, like, could you imagine? So, for me, I wish the Ravens had another receiver for him to throw to. I think that held him back in the playoff game last year because – You know, whenever their style of offense, you know, they get down a little bit because Derrick Henry is tough to stop. And then if the Ravens don't come out hot right away and they have to do something different, you know, like drop back and throw it. They showed last year in the playoffs that they didn't have the receivers. You know, after Hollywood and Andrews, like what do they really have that scares people? You know, you had – and that's where I just almost feel bad for Lamar because you have Chris Moore dropping – Wide open touchdowns in the playoff game last year. There was, there's probably four or five tough drops in that playoff game to where the Ravens had another dude like, you know, Joe Flacco had him some Anquan Bolden, some Torrey Smith, Dennis Pitta, Jacoby Jones. Yep. If Lamar, see that just shows it's a different style, and the Ravens are kind of all in on running the ball and really featuring Lamar as a run first offense. And yeah, he threw for a bunch of touchdowns last year, but I think as much as they ran the ball and as much of a threat as he is running the ball, you know, you might not have great receivers past Hollywood and Andrews, but those dudes are going to get open if, you know, if you're running the ball 60% of the time. By default, you're going to have a few dudes run open, but it's like, what happens when shit hits the fan and you need to. Kind of, you get punched in the mouth. You got to change your game. You know, you got to do something, and you kind of just didn't have the firepower at receiver to get it done in the playoffs. And I think that's the next step. But yeah, he's a top playmaker, quarterback wise. Just going off of quarterback play, he's not there yet. I
1: need to see him continue to take jumps like he has in his first two years. And it's honestly As as a thrower.
0: Honestly, it was pretty like his jump from year one to year two. Oh, he huge. definitely improved. Oh, absolutely. And so,
1: I So keep seeing that to really put him in that top three for
0: me. And I know my comp. It's Mike Vick. I mean that that's obvious, and I know that's not fucking like rocket science to figure out. But I just think, you know, you know, we're you're twenty three. We're I'm twenty three. So we I can't really remember like vintage Michael Vick, but I, we've all seen the highlights. I'm, I'm sure it, it I, it's pretty similar to what Lamar was doing. So I, I I question um, how long can Lamar hold up that style of play. And like I said, we're going to get to the Ravens. We're going to talk some AFC.
1: Yeah, we'll dive into that some more.
0: But I, I think that that's definitely durability just by style of play. He's a tough dude. He took some licks last year and got up every single time like no one even touched him. He... He's tough, and I think Lamar's a dude. It's just, it's concerned just by default. He's going to be taking a bunch of hits, and he's a running quarterback. It, it takes one hit to where you're put in a tough spot. So it'll be tough. It'll be interesting to watch. Yep. So I have Brady at five. I got Tommy Boy at five. I think he was in a similar spot that the eagles were in last year with losing some weapons yep you know he was going into it thinking he had a b josh gordon and Jules, and he ends up in in losing gronk but he had those three stud receivers you lose two you just have Jules and a bunch of young guys Mm -hmm. you bring in sanu he gets hurt i think brady was in a tough spot and it's going to be night and day going from last year to this year he's about to have godwin and evans i think I think TB12 I don't think TB12 necessarily lost his arm strength or I don't I don't think he like lost a step if you want to say I think it was more what he was surrounded with and Lemo's about to tell you he, you know he thinks he had one foot out the door already so his head was already somewhat elsewhere so when shit hit the fan you know TB was kind of checked out so
1: yeah, I think people are lower on him than they have been in a while heading into this year. Not unjustified to be lower on him in some ways. And I think he's going to bounce back. Look at the weapons he has. I think he was definitely in the back half last year in the top ten at the end of the year. Back half, maybe even fringe, depending on how you want to look at it. I think he's going to jump up. Maybe not be the elite elite top tier ever again, but I think he's definitely going to have a better year than he had this past year.
0: And Limo, you know why, say he, a lot of it has to do with, for me, him being number five on my list, is Evans and Godwin. Like, I think, Yeah. I think he had Randy Moss for a season?
1: He had him uh, for 2007 through 2009.
0: Oh okay. The, I was thinking of Terrell Owens with the Eagles. Yeah. All right. So we had Randy Moss for a few years, but for when I think of TB12 and the Pats, I think of Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, good slot receivers like I love the Welker to Brady connection. That was like that was something to watch. That was that was a connection. I and Gronk that. I loved
1: it as well until the Super Bowl in 2011.
0: Yeah. What happened there? Uh,
1: Welker had a nice little uh nice little drop that would have a bad drop me. yeah oh shit the game okay but other than yeah yes
0: yeah, so I completely agree
1: with you
0: when I think of Brady I think of Gronk I think of Welker I think of Jules I think that Super Bowl I think of Chris Hogan and Danny Amendola running all over us and yeah. against the Eagles in 2017 but I don't think of TB having like Randy Moss is not the first guy that comes to mind when I think of Tom Brady and what he's had to work with I think of the slot guys, I think of Gronk. So it's he hasn't had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. He's he's going to have Mike Evans over the top and Chris Godwin underneath intermediate. Yeah. And he's got Gronk. He's going to have his security blanket. Yep. He might not be Pat's Gronk, but he's going to be something. He Gronk I don't see being any worse than the 10th best tight end this year. Maybe eight, maybe 8, maybe 7.
1: The thing with Gronk is in 2018 he had a few Gronk like performances, Gronk like plays during the regular season, but he was not Gronk.
0: He he's been banged up. He's in been very banged up.
1: In twenty eighteen. He, he yep. showed up, he showed out, it was vintage. Yep. Yep. He swung games in their favor. Yep. I don't know what to make of Gronk one year off. In the last year we saw him, he was definitely very much a different Gronk than we were used to seeing based on the injuries. So he's luckily they've got O. J. Howard Cambray Yes. So he's not relied to be They don't need him to be... He's
0: being a piece. He's just going to come in and be a piece. He's not coming in and asking him to be number one.
1: Right, exactly. So it'll be interesting. I think it's good to have him there. They obviously have tremendous chemistry and familiarity with each other.
0: Just for, like, the persona of Tom and Gronk. Like, those dudes are going to feel at home with each other. They're just going to feel a sense of security. And, you know, like, if Tom makes a bad throw, Gronk can go over there and be like, Hey, buddy, it's all good. (laughs) If... If Gronk drops one, TB can be like, "Yo, catch the fucking ball, dude." Yes. But he—it's he, not like Gronk hasn't heard that from Tom before. Correct. They yeah. know each other. The familiarity, there's going to be comfort there. Yes. So, but Limo, you know, I have a great deal of respect for TB. It's the best quarterback I've ever watched. There's, he—it was a pleasure to watch him. Really, like prime TB twelve. I remember a game against the Eagles. It was a four o'clock game. It was early. I want to say it was, like, it could have been, like, middle school or, like, early high school for us. Vince Young was the quarterback for the Eagles that day. Oh, boy. So, this was uh, – it had to have been the end of A- Andy Reid. Yes. If Vince Vince Young was the quarterback, that must have been the dream team yeah. with Namdi Asamoah. Yeah. So, this was, that was, like, prime Tom Brady. Yeah. All right, there's nothing like watching him just go up and down the field on a defense like literally nickel and diming you knowing they'd get to like the 20 and he's like should i score on this play or should i do a quick little halfback dive and then i'll I'll throw it to gronk or welker on the next play just going up and down the field and not necessarily like um you know no huddle offense like they're in a hurry but just Tom just has such a hold and is so well-prepared. It it was just a pleasure to watch Tom in his prime, especially just absolutely just rip your heart out. And his mental stability and mental toughness and mental strength that he just knows he's better. He does. You know, it's just mentally he knows he's better than you. And I think... That's admirable, and he's, he's the best quarterback I've ever seen in yeah. my lifetime, so he he gets the nod as a top five guy still because I don't think he's lost anything, like obviously he's 4243 I still think he has enough in the tank with great weapons to where he's going to be successful, like very successful.
1: Yep.
0: I think we'll get into the NFC preview. I think people are talking about the Bucks, but people are also sleeping on Tom. So,
1: It's an interesting dynamic. I think you're right. Everybody's talking about the weapons, and now the Bucks are a sleeper, not really a sleeper anymore, but they're definitely a pick to be one of the top teams or a very co- a competitive team in the NFC. But at the same time, people are still kind of down on Tom. So it's an interesting dynamic, and we'll, we'll touch on it when we talk about the NFC
0: some more. Absolutely. All right, so number six. I got Watson. You got Watson at six, I believe.
1: I do. Yeah, there's there, we know we know about Deshaun. We know about Houston. Really really fun player. Interesting player. Yep. Can do a lot with the football. Losing Nuke hurts. They brought Cobb and Brandy Cooks in. So they've at least not just completely taken away Nuke and not replenished it with yeah. something. They've they've tried to do something there. I don't know what to make of them.
0: Yeah. I think the biggest thing to watch with Houston and Deshaun Watson is I felt like Nuke was such a security blanket for Watson like Yeah. I remember going I remember going to the Eagles Texans game at the end of 2018, week 16. Watson and Nuke had a great day that day. I think Nuke had 10 or 11 catches for 130 to 150 yards somewhere in there. And just like When Watson got in trouble or, you know, they would call plays just like 20-yard back shoulders and it's automatic. I don't think Nuke had one drop that season, or maybe it was this season. But the dude doesn't drop the football. No. And and he was just been able to, I'm sure, just go into plays knowing my guy, I can throw it to my guy and he's going to make a play, even if he's not necessarily open he can throw it, you know, one-on-one, 20-yard back shoulders down the field and and Nuke's coming down with that. Yes. So, it's going to be interesting. I think and I think Bill O'Brien sometime. I mean, I think he has an offensive mind. Mo- I think it's going to be a good challenge for Houston and I'm interested to see how Watson looks without Nuke.
1: Like I said, we kind of know what we have with Houston.
0: Yeah. We've seen it. We know what they years. are. We
1: know what they are. I've- they
0: haven't called- gotten better.
1: No, I don't think that they're going to surprise anybody one way or the other this year. So,
0: if yeah, anything, he's, he's
1: fun to watch. He's an interesting player, but at the same time, they're going to be pretty much right in line with what they
0: usually have. Then, I mean, Bill O'Brien's put his nuts on the line trading Nuke. Yeah, we'll see how and long that, works that out that's going to go. It, it feels Chip Kelly-ish to me, to where I don't, you know, hopefully some personal feelings didn't get in the way of making good business decisions with, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I just who knows what the situation was there if they didn't want to pay him his next contract or if him and O'Brien just didn't get along. I just think you lose your top weapon, your security blanket for a young up and coming quarterback. I just mm-hmm. think it's going to be interesting to watch. I think They have surrounded Watson with some decent receivers. I think there's some health concerns with Fuller. But he's been good when healthy. So I think it's just interesting to watch. And there's some question marks there for sure. Absolutely. So, all right, number seven.
1: I got Breeze.
0: And you have Carson. We've already touched on them a little bit. Talked about them. We both have Rodgers at eight.
1: Yeah, Rodgers is going to do his thing, he's only... Good. We know what the Packers are.
0: Yeah, I think the Packers, we know what they are. I think they're overrated.
1: I think that they are in a little bit of ways, but, like, they... They're going to have a good running game. I they are. Pretty, pretty, And they've got Devontae, bona fide, top, top talent, top wide receiver. After that, I have no clue. Rodgers is still... Talented enough, good enough that he's going to make things happen in certain situations. Yeah, that for being sure. Said, he's older. Yeah, they don't really have anybody else besides Devonte in the running game. Yeah, so he's going to have to pull a lot of magic out—vintage Aaron Rodgers magic. Right. For them to be a legit contender in the NFC, and I don't know. Yeah. If he has that in him at that level still.
0: So my thing with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, I, I almost feel bad for Aaron. Because they draft a quarterback first round in a draft where everybody was talking about the receivers. And for me, when I look at their offense, if they had drafted like Ayuk in the first round before San Fran, yeah. they, you pair him up with Devontae. That's what I was looking for Green Bay to do. I was looking for them this offseason to add a receiver to pair up and complement Devontae Adams. And that would just help out Aaron, so it, it it makes me wonder: Is Matt Lafleur trying to make Green Bay like a power run team? They have they drafted A.J. Dillon in the third round, and they drafted Aaron Rodgers' replacement in a few years in the first round. So I just wonder: They lost Jimmy Graham, and they added Devin Funches, who the Panthers didn't even want. So so Green Bay, I. Don't th- and I actually so they have a tight end, uh, Jay Sternberger, who I think might be might be pretty good.
1: May and M, yeah, he was a rookie last year.
0: And I I don't know about this year because you know I don't know I don't think he played too much last year. So I think that's interesting to watch. But I think there's just like I just don't think Green Bay got better offensively. I don't
1: either, and I think like I said, they they need Aaron Rodgers to p- to play. At an MVP level for them to yes. be
0: where
1: they need to be. And I don't know if he, given his weapons, I don't know if, if he has that level in him anymore. And that,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like when you look at the Pats, you know, Brady was feeling good going into last year, but then you lose your weapons. And as these dudes get older, I feel like the goal should be to surround them with as much as possible and just more guys. Yep. So it's like with the Packers, I just felt like they had an opportunity to add help for Aaron, and they chose not to. Correct. And whether they believe that they didn't feel like they needed to help him or they didn't want to, and they're saying, fuck you, Aaron, you're done in a few years anyway, go talk to your family. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think – I don't know
0: what's going on there. I don't know either. Oh, so I, I really do want to talk about the Packers when we talk about the NFC because I think, I think they get a little too much love. But, um, yeah, I, I just don't think they did a good job this offseason of adding wideouts. And we'll see about Sternberger. So for their offense to be, like, good, good, they would need Sternberger to be legit. Yep. And they and, and Devontae Adams is a top-five receiver. Yep. So if they get a good Sternberger – top five Devontae and their run game is as good as it was like Aaron Jones was like a top five back last year yeah and if they got those two power backs so they but they need all of that to really hit to where I just feel like that makes it harder on them when they could have added a few more better receivers to where you don't need Sternberger to be like an 800 yard six touchdown guy right and you don't need uh You know so much production out of the run game, and it's like you have Aaron Rodgers, dude. He can still sling it. Yep. Why wouldn't you want to surround him with receivers? So, don't really know what Green Bay is doing. So that is number eight. All right. I know you're gonna love my number nine.
1: Yeah, I, 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 we'll talk more about uh, Josh Allen when we talk about the, the, the Bills and the AFC preview for sure. But I don't really have too much of an issue with putting him in, in the back half back end of the top 10 but I personally just think he's a very very unique and interesting player but I really really need to see more yeah of him. That, I, that's so fair though and I, it's just too early like I would I would almost put Kyler yeah. up there instead of Josh Allen okay. at this point
0: If I'm comparing the two. Yeah. Okay, so I think it would be fair to say that you could put Stafford, Matt Ryan, Cousins, um, Garoppolo, and some of those dudes. I think it would be fair to say that they could be ahead of Josh Allen. Yeah. But so for me, I think Josh Allen has a lot more wow Factor to his game than yep. some of those other guys to where, if he can take that next step with the passing, and the accuracy, Agreed. that he, by you know being as good as a rusher, you know some people might not realize he had more rushing touchdowns than Lamar last year, and and has the most rushing touchdowns in the whole NFL, in the last two seasons. Yep. So he has that to his game. He's got a little edge to him. You know, my favorite player, one of my favorite players from the whole NFL season last year was that uh, QB sneak against Dallas where he kind of got stuffed but then found his way out of the pile and ran for 20, 25 yards. Yeah. So I just think, you know, he's a tough kid and has some of that it factor to his game to where if he can take that next step with his passing, I think you're looking at a top 10 guy.
1: Could be. Definitely could see him breaking in on my list after this year. I just – I need to definitely see more out of him, throwing the football, managing the game, and the rushing touchdowns. The ability to run is a big plus for him. I just need to see more progression from him, sort of like Lamar.
0: Yeah, you know, with throwing. That's touchdown. so fair. I mean, a lot of it for me is like I'm just I'm buying Josh Allen and Carson Wentz. like a for me putting them in my top ten list and putting them where they are. Being honest, it's just it's me buying that stock. I I just think there's some serious potential there, and I I really like for Josh Allen adding Stephon Diggs. I mean that won't hurt. It don't
1: no. It should not hurt at all. Obviously.
0: I mean, you, you look at who they're lining up. I like John Brown. John Brown's good. He's good too. Yeah,
1: John Brown's nice. Good too. Nice.
0: stefan Diggs is a good one. He's- Definitely Cole good. Slaw in the slot. He's good. He's good. Singletary's going to catch some passes out of the backfield.
1: They've got weapons for sure. Docks and then and Knox showed quite. A yeah, beat. tight end. Promising tight end.
0: And then Josh Allen, you know, he he's going to run him himself five, ten touchdowns. So, I I think um, kind of like what we said with Lamar, and obviously we know about Wentz. You know, he he's a guy that likes to run. So there's always that added. Injury factor, and he, I think he stayed healthy up to this point, so you know, he's made it through, no injuries or anything like that. So, hopefully, that can continue. And I know Limo has a lot to say about Buffalo, so we're, we're really excited for this next pod when we get into the AFC. Yeah, we'll, we'll
1: touch on Buffalo for sure. And then, we, so the back half, we, you talked a little bit about Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford, they're in that group. G- yeah, so we, we all we touched on that quite a bit,
0: they're yeah.
1: all sort of interchangeable in different ways. Um,
0: Who'd you have a 9? Matt Ryan? Matt, Matt Ryan. And you had Stafford at 10? Yeah. Okay, see, I I really like that. I really like that. Yeah,
1: I think, I think they'll both have better years quietly. I don't think they're going to win a lot of games between the two of them, but they'll definitely be putting up good numbers and they're experienced quarterbacks, veteran quarterbacks. They've got weapons. They'll be good.
0: And I guess a um, guy we haven't talked about that you know, maybe some people like I know Giggs, our boy Giggs. Shout out to Giggs. Hopefully we can get Joe Giglio on the pod here at some point. See, he likes Jared Goff. Yeah, I don't like Jared Goff. I, I think Jared Goff is first of all, he kind of has like that dumb Eli look to him. You know, they'll put the camera on Eli and he's kind of on the sideline just like yeah, I wish I was anywhere but here right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm
1: not. I'm not buying in on Jared Goff in the top ten. I think he's. Uh, I think he's fine for what he is, but.
0: So he's lost Gurley, and so he has, he lost Cook. So he now has Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, and he's He's got a few. They have some tight ends like Gerald Everett and um, Higby. Yep. Yeah. So. You know, he's lost Gurley. I think something with Goff that people talk about is, you know, teams kind of figure them out by lining up one way. And then, you know, the McVay can be in his ear until 10 seconds on the play clock. And then changing up their look last second. So a lot of people might say that Goff is a product of the coaching. And, and hey. teams have started to figure out the Rams. So Goff... I mean, yeah, I, I don't think they were good last year.
1: I'm certainly uh, down on the Rams, McVay, and Goff. And they can prove me wrong. But as of now, I definitely think that the the word is out on them.
0: Yeah, and I think they made the Super Bowl. And people will talk about, oh, Goff, Goff was in a Super Bowl. Well, guess what? The Pats made him look bad that day. And he had his time. If Jared Goff beat the Pats... I for one would have been pissed. But I just think it showed that like the year before, you know, the Eagles and Doug Peterson, no one wants to talk about the Eagles or Doug. But you know, the Eagles had a great day against that defense, and I think the next year Jared Goff scored nine points. So I I, I think the Rams I even think McVeigh and their whole deal, like Lemo just said, you know, I, I just don't think I think th- they're a decent program, but they went they went nine and seven last year. I am just not. I am just not high on golf. I just I don't think golf. Like, I think golf is kind of like a Matt like a a stick in the pocket, like a Matt Ryan, not too athletic, can kind of get loose with the arms, slinging it around a little bit to the other team. I I am just I don't know, man. He he just doesn't uh, he just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's all right. He
1: is. They they caught the league by storm two or three years ago. The league responded. Now it's up to them to respond if they want to truly get back to uh, being a true contender. So we'll see. We'll see what they can do. And we'll
0: talk more about the Rams. It's really interesting. Like they're kind of like Dallas, where they have some high end talent like Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. But I think I think they've kind of lost out on those. You know about like average to above average to good players you know they they've kind of really done themselves in so we'll yeah. talk more about the rams but i think as far as quarterbacks go oh well limo you know who we have to talk about we have to get your take so remember i say he's a pats fan big pats fan we can trust we can trust the opinion here what's your take on Stidham?
1: been in the program, been in the system for one year under Brady. McDaniels is still there. As of now, they're bringing in two two tight ends from the draft that are interesting. Could show some promise. He's got Sanu and Edelman back. He's got Nikhil Harry healthy right now. He's worked with Harry
0: a lot. Isn't it disappointing the two rookie receivers that didn't do shit last year were the one the Eagles got and the one the Pats got?
1: Absolutely. Out of all
0: the great rookie receivers last year, we got the two that just wanted to catch like 10 and 15 passes and chill.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I would say that Stidham, I wouldn't be surprised to see him knocking on the door of the middle tier quarterback list by the end of the year. I wouldn't, would not be surprised to see him knocking on the, the teens. Mid, and that would be fine. Mid, mid the like 12 to 16 range. That oh, group. gosh. I could, I could see him knocking on the door of that group. If
0: he's doing that in his first year, I mean, you that's can't his, ask for much more.
1: That's not his ceiling, per se. But it's probably damn close to his ceiling.
0: So my yeah. thing, and, and why I'm still high on Brady is, it's not like Brady had all his, like, remember, he lost Gronk. And he lost his two receivers last year. He he was working with less than what he's had. And, you know, one foot out the door already, we think. So, I just thought that last year, Brady struggled because of what he had to work with. Yeah. So, I wasn't putting last year on the quarterback. And the defense was so good yeah. that they still went 12-4. and four. So... Say the Pats go seven and nine, eight and eight. That might not even be that Stidham wasn't that good. It might just be, and like you said, I know Limo's excited to talk about all this cap space the Pats got, but they're going to address it. The Pats are kind of, I don't want to say a lull.
1: It's not a reboot, it's not a rebuild year, it's a reboot year. Reboot. They've got a lot of talent in certain areas. They've yeah. got uh, question marks. They've got gaps that are going to need to be filled. Yeah. Stidham, based off of the weapons that he has.
0: If Nikhil Harry can be good, you might have something.
1: Well, so you have Edelman, Sanu, Harry ideally as your top three.
0: Jules is going to have a bunch of catches. James White's going to have a bunch of catches. And Jules
1: is going to have to take, be taking a lot of ice baths this year. He's going oh. to get beat up. That's Woo. okay, though. Yep. Um, Sanu has always been a solid two or three everywhere he's been.
0: You know, people are sleeping on the Pats, and they know it. The, well, like so they're it's,
1: it's it's easy to do so. They wouldn't be inherently uh, off base sleeping on the Pats. I get it. Yeah, they've been at a level where a combination of a you're losing Tom Brady, so you're gonna sleep on him, and b yeah, they've been so good for so long, people are happy to see that they right oh yeah some, some turmoil. So I get it. it yeah. is what it is. I I'm just not. Stidham, to me it's a question mark obviously nobody knows but judging off of what he's done in college it's not he's not walking in first year he's got some
0: he got a year under Brady he's
1: got some people with a pulse around him that oh yeah today, I don't know yeah but we'll see yeah like I said his high end I think he could be pushing in the uh the middle tier
0: I think it says something that they did not bring in. Anyone. Anybody? They didn't draft a guy. They didn't nope. bring in Cam Newton. They didn't bring in Andy Dalton. Nope. They Bill said Stidham's our guy, and we're gonna see what the fuck happens.
1: Which you should. That's the right decision.
0: Right. So I mean,
1: we can talk about the Pats a little bit more. Yeah, we will. We hit, when we hit up our.
0: Uh, For sure, AMC. but, but
1: that, yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's a pretty good quarterback list right there.
0: Oh, I agree. I think that was good stuff. I mean. I'm just ready for football. I mean, uh, you know, it's been good to see football go business as usual, and you know we've been hearing a lot about the virtual off seasons these teams have been having. And it's the middle of June right now. Hopefully, we can get training camp in about a month, month and a half, and we can get that season rolling and. We'll see how these quarterback lists come December, January.
1: Oh yeah, I'll keep mine uh, on my uh, on my notes, and we'll uh, revisit it maybe mid season and then uh, end of the year.
0: I think the names we put out there is is generally everybody's order is different. Everyone sees it differently, but I think the names are generally pretty consistent with people. You know who they have in their top ten and the honorable mentions. So I don't think we were. I think me having Josh Allen in the top 10 is like over over like Matt Ryan and Stafford and Cousins I think that's one where probably people would disagree yeah. and I just I'm, I'm just buying the Josh Allen stack or the uh, Josh Allen stock so yeah. but I could totally see if people aren't buying it and if you want to put Matt Ryan or Kirk Cousins at 10 over Jimmy G I could see that as well but I I think the names are pretty consistent. I think Definitely. that was good stuff. Definitely would agree. Yep. All righty. So, like I said, I got Limo here with me today. We're going to talk about AFC, NFC previews coming up here in a little bit. Until next time.